It's the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. The National Security Hour exposes the wolves in sheep's clothing and their nefarious plots to undermine and destroy U.S. national security. Well, today, uh, we're going to be speaking about something that, uh, I don't know, it's kind of getting rare in America. It's called the Constitution. And uh, Mike and I decided uh, on the National Security Hour this week to have a discussion with someone who knows a little bit more about the Constitution. In fact, um, his family goes back to the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. So that's that's pretty long history, right? You know, uh, I guess he didn't check Ancestry.com. You don't have to because you could look on the web and find it. But, you know, due to the fact that uh, this is Monday again, we want to thank you for coming back. Um, last week, Donald Trump won in New Hampshire again. Nikki Haley came in second. But again, you know, you only need the winner. You don't need the second place, third place. We're not doing Daytona 500s or Indianapolis. So you don't need a second place, third place with this stuff. And with all the Democrats that probably went out to vote for her, because if she didn't have them, she wouldn't have had anywhere near 20 percent. Maybe she would have had nine, you know, three, whatever. Or, you know, just the never Trumpers, the TDS syndrome people. Uh, but we're coming up on the uh, February, you know, happy Valentine Day. And we're coming up on uh, closer and closer to the election. And we want to have a conf- conversation because people are very irritated. I know I'm irritated. Mike's irritated. Um, you know, we we vote for these Republicans. And, uh, you know, what we get are rhinos. We vote for Republicans. We get moderates. We vote for Republicans. We get Democrats. Um, they, they, they check the box. They run for elections, county, state, city, whatever. And then, you know, they want to run for a federal office, uh, congressman or senator. It's the same thing. We get the same thing. And it's always been, you know, for years now, well, it's better, you know, it's lesser of two evils or you got to dance with the devil. And they have all these little things they say. Um, but right now we want to have a really serious discussion with someone, a party that you really never hear of, believe it or not. Um, it's called the Constitution Party. What a, what, a, what a name to pick for a party, the Constitution Party, right? And uh, we have right now uh, one of the, uh, leading people on there, I think. He, I think he is the president, by the way, on the line with us uh, for the National Security Hour this week on America Out Loud dot news. Remember, it's America Out Loud dot news, and it's twenty four seven. And this is where you come to hear military and intel experts. But uh, I just want to say one thing: Did you like the intro to this show? I love the music, and then Eddie comes in and speaks about the show and the National Security Hour. But the music in the beginning. Just rewind it again and listen to it. It's very like energetic. It feels patriotic, you know, dun, 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 you know. So we want to welcome uh, Jim Clyburn. Jim, welcome to the National Security Hour. Well, thank you. It's good to be on. My well, pleasure. I'm, yeah, I'm glad we got you at this last minute notice on Monday. So uh, please give us a little bit of your background, your family history, which is very, very, <laughs> very important. And you know, how you came about to, to be part of the Constitution Party. 
Well, first of all, in history, um, in all honesty, I can't claim a direct lineage to George Clymer, who signed both the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. He was a great patriot, and I, uh, I, he's sort of my adopted ancestor, but unfortunately, I can't trace my ancestry back to him directly. Um, how I got involved with the Constitution Party is I learned to know Howard Phillips back in the 80s, and this was uh, shortly after Reagan was elected, and um, I was went to CPAC at, in those early years, and I heard Howard Phillips on uh, on various panels and so on. And a couple of years later, I uh, got introduced to him and met with him, and and uh, so was frequently at his meetings and doing things with him. Of course, he was the head of the, at that time, he was head of the Conservative Caucus, which was the organization that he headed up. And then in uh, the late 90s, late, late 80s, 89, 90, he was thinking about forming a new party because of the very reason you said in your introduction that the uh, um, we keep voting for what we think are conservative constitutional values and principles, but when they get in office, they we realize that they were only giving us lip service and there's nothing really produced that's uh, consistent with what they ran on. And uh, he wanted to form a new party that would that would hold their feet to the fire, that would would hold the banner of truth. And um, some where people could escape to, and especially in those situations where you have a rhino running against a, a liberal Democrat, and you really have no choice. Uh, that's that's you know that's where our primary focus is on races like that. But anyway, he started the uh, what was called then the U.S. Taxpayers Party, and the first election year that we ran candidates was in 1992. Then in, um, in 1999, the, we changed the name of the party to the Constitution Party, and that's what it's been ever since then. And yes, I am the national chairman, uh, but I was one of the founders along with Howard. I was one of a supporting founder with Howard um, in, in the... Uh, formation of the of U.S. Taxpayers Party, now the Constitution Party, and uh, have been involved with it, uh, it leadership ever since. So here's a question I want to ask you, Jim. And Mike, you, you, you can ask a question on this one, too. So you, you have a party, you have an ideal, you have something that's good. And, you know, a lot of people don't even know you exist, let's say. And then also you have people saying, well, why should I vote for that? It's like a Ross Perot vote. It's a throwaway vote. You know, they're not going to win. They don't have a lot of people. You, you probably hear a lot of that. Right. And uh, tell we us do. why. Yeah. Tell us why somebody should register as a constitutional party member or some, or why somebody should vote as a constitution. I think it's an important uh, value, especially in local you know, state and city uh, to get it up and running where you can get candidates to run on national offices. And I, I remember Virgil Gooden, Virginia, years ago, was running as a, 
uh, with your party as I think a presidential candidate, if I'm correct. Virgil Good, that's remember correct. Virgil Good. That was 2000, 2012. That's exactly right. right. And frankly, I was his vice presidential nominee. The candidate uh, ran with him. But uh, oh, okay. Virgil was a very good man. Yeah, I, and I did meet Howard years ago. I met Howard in Northern Virginia because he lived there, and he had he had a little TV show in a, a local show in Fairfax County. I don't think Mike met, met him. I don't think so. But uh, I met him and spoke with him a few times. We we used to eat breakfast at the same place, and uh, very very intelligent and interesting man. You know, very very intelligent man. So my question is, what would you say to our audience? Now remember that you're on the National Security Hour. It's AmericaOutloud.news. It's got a very big audience nationally and internationally. What would you say to somebody why they should join your party? Well, um, it's it's uh, to provide an alternative. So often, well, a statement uh, that Howard often used was that you have uh, the Democratic Party uh, on a train heading for the cliff going at 90 miles an hour and you have a Republican Party that's only going 60 miles an hour but they're headed for the same cliff and you know we're supposed to feel good about the fact that they're going a little bit slower even though they're heading the same direction heading for perdition at the same uh, the same as the Democrats but uh, at a slower pace we're supposed to feel good about that no, we our, our goal is to turn that train around or the bus around, whatever analogy you want to use, and head back in the in the proper direction, away from the cliff. And uh, to answer the question that you asked initially, you know why it's a throwaway vote and so on. What we what our goal is to educate is to educate people that. Your vote is the currency of your value. How are you going to spend it? Are you going to keep voting for people and principles that you disbelieve and you know that they're going to betray their constitutional duty? Or are you going to cast your vote for the truth and for constitutional governance? All right. Hold that. Um, hold that and, right there, Jim. Hold that right there. Let Mike jump in. Mike, that was a good point. Go ahead. Yeah, I think I think that it, it, it's unbelievable to the degree with with which we have forgotten what's in the Constitution and the Declaration and all of our founding documents. With the court yesterday or the day before deciding that it's perfectly legal and constitutional. That was, for, that was last week, Mike. That was last week, not yesterday. Week? Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, it, you know, it's perfectly constitutional for Biden not to enforce the law. Now, it, 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 that's got to be a first. In, in American jurisprudence, I think that's that's just uh, uh, ridiculous, and I, it's. Uh, but everybody needs an education. That's the problem. Is really what we're looking at is not only Republicans and Democrats, but we've been de defeated by the anti-Christians and by the by the uh, academy, by the universities. Kids don't know anything now, really, in, in any in any real terms about what the Constitution says. It doesn't know the natural rights and, and the and the and the uh, Christian grounding of the of the Constitution. Um, it's it's an unbelievable situation. We talked to to one of your candidates yesterday, Marshall Wilson, and he was very very good. Uh, people ought to listen to him very closely, especially in West Virginia where he's running. But I mean across the country, and and I have to imagine at least amongst uh, 
not the latest generation, but still the, the generation that does most of the work in this country, this, this must have a lot of appeal. And what surprised me about what, what uh, Mr. Wilson said is that the failure of Protestant clergy to support the idea of running on a, on a platform of natural rights, it, it, they don't support it. They can't, they find very, he's found very few people who are willing to risk their um, tax exemption uh, for trying to help America to um, uh, elect people who will govern according to what the Constitution says. It's, it's Hold on a second, Mike. Hold on a second. Yeah. I just want to repeat. I want to repeat what you just said. Did you hear what Mike just said? That the clergy, <laughs> the clergy, he can't find the clergy that wants to stand. The clergy. We have a lot of clergy, but I think they, they, we got to change the name to cluckies. Okay, go ahead, Mike. Yeah, well, that's that, <laughs> that was my point. And I was just going to ask you, uh, Mr. Clymer, because you're the National uh, Constitution Party. And probably and surely have a feel for what's going on around the country through your organization. Is that a common experience across uh, the continent? It, Unfortunately, I, I it is. It, I, yeah, I, I live in in yeah. the Shenandoah Valley, and, and uh, our clergy, from Presbyterian to to Episcopal to Catholic, you wouldn't you wouldn't know this country was sinking. They don't want to. They don't want to lose their their darn. Uh, uh, exemption. Uh, anyway, go ahead, sir. I didn't mean to interrupt you. And and that's a false fear, by the way. Um, you know, I if you're familiar with Lib uh, Alliance for Liberty, no, Alliance Defending Freedom, ADF, um, they, I think in coordination with some others, have put on uh, a test where they, they had clergy certain different than the ones you're talking about, but different, a few clergy that they found her willing to step up and from the pulpit uh, proclaim these truths. And, and they sent the, even the sermons to the IRS and basically challenged them because they're looking for a court case to challenge that. The IRS never took them up on it. So, uh, you know, it's, it's a fallacy that they cannot speak their own opinion about current events and about political uh, things from the pulpit. Uh, oh, they can, they can speak just, their, uh, Jim, Jim, they could speak their opinion when it comes to vaccines, though. They could show close their churches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, unfortunately, far too many churches have become, dare I say it, social clubs or uh, concerts uh, uh, you know it's want to be a popular event and they they seek popular they 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 seek the favor of men rather than the favor of god absolutely and, uh too many too many are like that now, there are some exceptions to that of course and i don't know if you're familiar with chuck baldwin and his uh liberty uh church out in montana but uh, he's certainly an exception, and there are other ones. There are other ones around the country, but they're they're few and far between in viewing the whole landscape. All right, hang, uh, hang and, in there, hang in there. We're going to be going to the second segment. So uh, let's before we get to the second segment, I want to thank everybody for coming back to the National Security Hour on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network on iHeartRadio, the Voice of Freedom. 
the Out Loud Truth, where you come to hear military and intel experts. Today, we have a special guest on from the Constitution Party. America Out Loud Talk Radio plays on the iHeartRadio Network. You can also hear us on the media player from any browser in the world. And we have the best in-class apps on Apple, Android, and Alexa, AAA. We stream 24-7. And AmericaOutloud.news. Now you can hear them on the podcast on the same apps. All of our shows go to podcasts typically one to two days after the broadcast is heard on iHeartRadio. You can hear them on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, and many, many more. Be sure to subscribe and rate the show on Apple Podcasts. Now, the reason we say Apple Podcasts is because everybody else doesn't give us the the, the numbers. So you want to rate us on Apple Podcasts, okay, National Security Hour. And be sure to make AmericaOutloud.news your daily stop for the latest news and happenings. We all must do our part, share the stories, articles, videos. And boy, did that new website go up. Thank you, Malcolm, and everybody on the team. Great new website on AmericaOutloud.news. You can find more about our show and get all the latest podcasts if you go to the menu nav and the bar at AmericaOutloud.news. Under the show or article schedule, and you will be in the know. So with liberty and justice for all, we're going to take a break and visit the sponsors. And we'll be back on the other side. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, and sleep deep. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. George Washington once encouraged us to animate and encourage each other and show the whole world that a free man contending for liberty on his own ground is superior to any slavish mercenary on earth. That's exactly what we do, as you'll see when you visit AmericaOutloud.news. Now is our time. My fellow Americans, America Out Loud Talk Radio, liberty and justice for all. Welcome back to the National Security Hour with Dr. Michael Shoyer, your host today, and Colonel Mike with liberty and justice for all. We're back with our guest today, Jim Clymer, the chairman of the Constitution Party. What a great idea. What a great name, too, Constitution. Oh, my gosh. So, Jim, let's carry on. 
why should people uh, join the party? And what can we do with the Constitution Party on a city, state, local level? Well, and I quite honestly, I think that's where we've been most effective at the local level. And uh, I can give you examples where even though even when we don't win, first of all, we do have a number of office holders around the country uh, at the local level, you know, councilmen, uh, city mayors and things of that nature. Um, but um, not a whole lot, but we have we have a number of them and they're being effective in their communities and presenting constitutional uh, ideas and and and, and you know, teaching people locally to be uh, uh, adherents of the Constitution. I know here in Pennsylvania, where I'm from, we have a, a township supervisor who does a very good job of that. We have a number of school board members and judge of elections and, and some things like that. But um, the reason they should vote for that, they should be part of the Constitution Party, is, uh, as I started saying before, it provides an alternative. It provides an alternative, especially in those areas where you have um, a rhino Republican and a, and a liberal Democrat, uh, you know, where you don't really have a choice for a constitutional candidate. But besides that, you it, it's an excellent way of getting the message. You alluded to the fact earlier about educating people in the Constitution. And even by running, by being a candidate, gives you a platform, gives you an opportunity to to educate people on what constitutional governance is all about. And um, I, you know, just just give you one example. When I ran for lieutenant governor here a few years ago in Pennsylvania, and one of the things that uh, we made an issue of my gubernatorial running mate and me was. Uh, and of doing away with the inheritance tax. And I actually, at one of our town meetings or candidate forums, actually had a state senator who stood up. And um, and this was a Republican, but he applauded me, applauded us, for having raised the issue and said that because we've raised that issue, they're actually holding hearings on whether to... Uh, amend or abolish the inheritance tax in Pennsylvania. Uh, now they they didn't abolish it, but they did lower it. But there's a case where an actual policy was changed because we were running as Constitution Party candidates and raising issues like that. And uh, the examples are not always quite that clear, but but it does happen and. The truth of the matter is we can influence the major parties by taking mm-hmm. constitutional positions and presenting them in a clear, uh, articulate way in a campaign. Well, Mike, Mike was speaking before, Jim. You know, it became obvious that not only the Supreme Court is a net liability now at the federal level, but the Trump-appointed judges are also preventing red states from being red. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, it's it's an amazing thing to me to see two supposed conservatives voting to approve the president's decision not to enforce the law. It's it's uh, it suggests to me, you know, there's been a lot of stuff in the media about both Coney Barrett and Roberts 
uh, adopting children in in ways that were not quite up to the up to legal snuff. And you you gotta just wonder with all the apparent uh, corruption that's around uh, Washington in all aspects of the government that it's uh, it's not a coincidence that they found two people who voted against the Constitution, against the clarity of the Constitution on that issue. And uh, Oh, my God. Mike, you know what? I'm sorry. I don't have a producer next to me right now to do it. I would put the music in. But can I just sing a little bit? Yes. <laughs> Blackmail. Blackmail. And that song to the tune of Batman. Go ahead. That's right. Sorry, Mike. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. Blackmail seems to be the order of the day in that city. Um, it it, it seems it's my way of getting to your point, which I think is exactly correct, is the work to be done at the local level is important. But we also face how much time do we have left before we just collapse and we end up being run by authoritarians uh, even more than we are now. And I wanted to add just one thing on the uh, the the. uh, pastors and the priests and the ministers, they don't have to get up in the pulpit and say anything. You know, Protestant churches, especially in my experience, are very good at a weeknight coffee and have your local candidate come in of whatever party and explain what's going on. But I think in your case, it, it gives you, because of what you stand for in terms of natural rights in the, in the Constitution and the Christian Christian founding of America, it provides your 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 local candidates, your legislature candidates, your county board candidates. It would provide them a marvelous venue for getting to reach more people at a minimal expense. What a novel idea, Jim. Yeah, and and quite honestly, that is our biggest challenge is getting the message out because people generally are very receptive to the message that we have. As you said, as we already discussed, there's a, there is some hesitation among a lot of people about voting for a third party because they see that as throwing their vote away and and maybe the the better of the two evils uh, will will be shut out as there is thought of that but uh, but but most people are still generally receptive to the message and it's just a matter of getting that message out and uh, certainly the churches should be the pastors should be fertile ground for us to plant in but Unfortunately, it has not been. And it's, well, they don't even it's preach the Bible a... anymore. It's kind of tough because they don't even speak from the Bible. They'll take two verses yeah. and the rest of the thing is the Jay Leno show. You know what I mean? They they just, it's comedy. <laughs> hey, guys, yeah. But, but you know what you should have? What they call fake uh, Starbucks cards because they all have like a Starbucks kind of thing in their churches now. You know, the coffee clutch. And you just, you, yeah. on, one side you put, on one side, you put the Constitutional Party with your website. On the other side, you put, you know, $5 gift card, you know, Starbucks card, like a fake one, you know? And as soon as they see that, they're going to get excited. They're going to say, oh, I better go on this website, you know? Because anything, you know, they're just <laughs> like children. Everybody's like on, it's a TikTok world, you know, it's a children's world now. And, uh, you know, if, if you have the right coffee at the church, people will attend. Mike's right. You know, they, when they get up at the pulpit, what's the purpose of getting up there if you're not going to speak the message, you know, on on what God would want for the country, what God would want for our schools, what God would want for our children, our families, right? So 
you know, you got mm-hmm. fake preaching. Why not have a fake Starbucks card? I think that's a great idea. You ever see those little $50 make-believe $50 bills folded, and then you open it up, it's a real estate company or something. They drop them on the floor. You know, they, they just drop them, and it looks like a, a $50 bill folded, right? Yeah. And people, right away, they'll pick it up. They'll go, oh, I found 50 bucks," And they open it up. It's like, Rogers Real Estate. Give me a call. I want to sell you a house or something, right? You get one of those, and you put it inside. Imagine learning the Constitution. Wow. Boom. You know, here's the party. Here's the link. By the way, um, I don't know if I was on the w- right website or whatever, but I think it needs a little little tune-up on your website because when you, when you go to a few of the links, it's like, about and so on and so forth but i get get your webmaster to check that website out okay well we've uh we have some issues there but generally i mean it does uh we on www.constitutionparty.com is that the one you were on i mean i I, I would have to go back and check i'll be honest with you jim i have to go back and check but it was kind of hard that is well yeah for, for your listeners, it. it's, it's constitutionparty.com. And, okay. um, yeah, it, it, could, it could use some cleaning up. I, I acknowledge that, but still the basic information is there. The, uh, the mm-hmm. leadership, the executive committee, the, the platform and, and uh, upcoming events and, and all that is, is on there. Well, you um, know, it's good also having the card, you know, right? I've- I think Mike would agree. You have the Constitution Party card. You have, you know, you're a registered member and then you walk in to get, you know, you see your neighbors or whatever, you know, Republicans and Democrats. And hey, how you doing? And you whip out the card and they go, oh, you you, you joined that party or or you're a Constitution Party member? Yeah, because uh, I don't like what any of you guys are doing. You just have some fun, you know, at Election Day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, OK, well, we want to we want to get the people excited. So they're going to have to go to your website. Uh, the name alone is exciting. Constitution. Boy, Mike talks about it all the time. Uh, <laughs> and and the people on we, this network with the people on this network, we're all about the Constitution. We're all about liberty and justice for all. We're all about freedom. So give us some more. Go ahead. Yeah, well, we like the name too, and that's why when we were called the U.S. Taxpayers Party, there's some people saying that uh, I don't want to be identified as a taxpayer, <laughs> so uh, we uh, we changed it to the Constitution Party for that very reason. I mean, if anybody believes in the foundations of this country, um, so they got to love the Constitution and you got to love the name, which. Backing up, I think something that my, I think Mike said a little bit ago about uh, people not being educated. Of course, you know that there's a there's a whole move to erase our history Absolutely, and the foundings yes. of this country and, and street uh, signs you know, and statues and everything, all of it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you take away our culture, our heritage, and our history. And you know we're we're like a drifted sea without any navigational equipment, and that's uh, uh, unfortunately I think that's that's by design. They 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 want us to forget our heritage and forget our culture and and remake it in their own image. So well, not, in, uh, not, in their, not just their own image, but everybody else's image. Meaning, you know, we became such a diverse, multicultural country, which is what they wanted. They brought in people that really have nothing in common with us and try to say, well, they want to be Americans, too. But they only came for the grift, whether it was free Medicare, free health care or, uh, you know, jumping ahead of the line for job markets like tech 
right? And then we're supposed yeah. to, because Mike and I, Mike and I lived in Northern Virginia for many years, which is like, you know, it's the the new melting pot of the melting pots, right? And uh, we're supposed to enjoy all this multicultural diversity while erasing our history and our culture, right? Like in other words. Uh, yeah, you know, churches are bad and Bible classes are bad, but Satan things are really good these days. The kids enjoy the Satan hour or, you know, um, gee, there's too many, too many Protestant churches. But, you know, look at these these temples, you know, these their culture, gee, Buddhism, Hinduism. It's so great. You know, I went to the feast the other day. They had a festival. It was amazing. You know, they were praying to a six headed uh, statue. And I couldn't believe the dancing and the costumes and the food was so tasty. This is what they're doing. In other words, everybody's culture should jump ahead of ours when reality they should assimilate to be Americans. Right. But this is what they did to America. And this is what they they've done. And I think one of the breed besides California, let's just keep that out of the picture for a minute. But one of the breeding grounds for this was northern Virginia, you know, the Beltway area, Maryland, uh, Virginia and uh, surrounding the D.C. swamp, you know, so. And most of these kids are like, ah, Lincoln, nah. look at the Look, at, I'll give you an idea. Okay. Uh, Columbus Day was always uh, big on the schedule when we were kids. Remember Columbus Day? Columbus Day. Now it's Indigenous Day. Okay. Then it's uh, uh, Black History Month becomes Black History Year. There's not, a, there's not a month on public TV that there isn't Black History of some kind, whether it's MLK or this guy or that guy or this lady or that lady. So it's, you know, when you have a minority population – who's looking for trillions of dollars, which that's another story. But and then you have this every month. It's, you know, like they don't yeah. even have the they don't even have the uh, Aaron Gobra month or uh, Luigi's Pizza month anymore. You know, there's none of that stuff. It's got to be right across the board. Twelve months, you know. So this is it's it's the erasure. Look, in, in Virginia, right. We, we spoke about it the other day, Mike and I in Virginia, Alexandria. They're starting to take down signs of uh, North and South, which was the Confederate and Union Army uh, generals. They had names up there. So now they're going to bring in somebody who, you know, uh, let's say uh, played a tuba or let's say a French horn in 1896. You know, what are the, what are the first French horn player of uh, this racial makeup, let's say. OK, and they're going to put a sign up for that one or somebody who wrote poetry. They'll rip down Lee Highway in, in Falls Church and put another guy's name up there because he wrote poetry in 1926. And he was the first guy that knew how to write poetry. You know, silly things. You know what I'm saying? Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, when are we going to have a white history month? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, did you hear that? Yeah. I like well, that. It, 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 it's never going to happen. Unless we make it happen. Oh, you're a dead okay. man, Mike. Yeah, the, other, the other point I would make is that the, the idea that this is, all of this is, all politics is, are about uh, family, God, and country. And the, I, I have to think that that the, the the discussion we had yesterday for two days ago now with... Um, that was last week, Mike. But today you, you it was last week. Go ahead. Go, continue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The uh, the discussion we had with with Mr. Wilson about right. focus on God given rights. I have to think that there's a great thirst among most Christian Americans to hear that. And it's provable. What's not provable is that Christianity had nothing to do 
with the founding, or that uh, the, the founders were mainly deists or anti-Christians or, or whatever. Well, listen to Ken Burns. He'll let you know that stuff. Oh, yeah. boy, he's real truthful. Yeah, he's very truthful. But I, I mean, gosh, you guys got such a message. And I, I would think Christians more than anybody would be a, a very attuned to that kind of a approach. And you well, know, that, we, we, think, have so, yeah. we have so many people now who vote against their own interests that I, I can't imagine how you can change that line of thought. All the idiot women who voted against Trump because he was a mean tweeter. I mean, they put their family, their kids' future, their kids' education at risk to a point to make a corpse the president. Yes, and open the border wide so <laughs> everybody could knock on their door. Hey, guys, we're coming up on the last minute before we go to commercial. So go ahead, Jim. You got it. Well, you know, it's true. And mostly we are made up of Christians, people who've, who've come that way. Although, uh, in all candor, we've had uh, we've had some Jew. We have some Jews. We have some uh, even had an atheist or one person who claimed himself to be an atheist. But he recognized in that that. Uh, uh, where the truth lies, and recognize the fact that we. Uh, I had a Muslim, as a matter of fact, who said recognizes that that uh, it, that America, the United States of America, was founded on Christian principles, and that's our underlying, that's our foundation. Uh, and and even though he has different set of beliefs, he recognizes that and respects that. And they they realize the truth that is in a governing governing system that is based on Christian values. That's so, it. We've so got we we to cut it right there. We'll keep it there. We'll keep that thought. On the other side, we're going to come back. But I'll just throw this out there. If a rhino is a rhino, a sino is what? I'm going to answer the question on the other side after the commercial. You're on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network on iHeartRadio. America Out Loud News. Be back after this break. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system becomes less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. We're back. Welcome back to the National Security Hour on America Out Loud. Dat News. America Out Loud. Dat News. 
where you come to hear military and intel experts and with freedom, justice, and freedom for all. So we're back with Jim Clymer, the chairman of the Constitutional Party, and I will answer that for you. What is a CINO? If a rhino, a Republican in name only, what would a CINO be? A Christian in name only, Michael Scheuer. How do you like that? <laughs> That's a CINO. So throw that in your hat and put five cents. Go ahead, Jim, continue. Sorry I had to cut you off, but commercial breaks are required. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, I was just, uh, I found that intriguing, a CINO. I, I didn't know what you were going to come up with there. <laughs> I guess you could say also a constitutionalist in name only. <laughs> and, we got plenty uh, of those, don't we? Let, let, uh, we have plenty of those, especially in the Republican Party, yes. <laughs> um, uh, the, maybe the most disregarded document that anybody's ever taken an oath on, and uh, uh, it would be the Constitution. So, uh, yeah, actually, I lost my train of thought for what we were talking about before the break. But, uh, you know, let me just say again that um, we provide the alternative. We're the ark that people can get on when uh, when the ship is when the other ships are sinking. We're we're the ark that stands for truth in the Constitution, and we uh, invite people aboard so that we can be saved from the ravages of the of, of what the uh, other ma- the major parties have brought us in destroying our country and our culture. Mr. Destroying is beyond. I'm sorry, Mike. Go ahead, sir. No, Mr. No, you go ahead, Kurt. Go ahead. Mike, I was going to say destroying is is just a light word. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah. Mr. Clymer, how, how many states will you have candidates running in? Well, that's that's another issue, a whole other uh, topic, and that is getting on the ballot. And I don't know if you happen to see when Robert Kennedy re- decided to run as an independent, and he realized the uh, many obstacles that they have built in to getting on the ballot. Yes. It's a struggle. And so we have we have what I would call somewhat permanent ballot access in, a, in 12 states now. Every election cycle, we have to qualify again in most states. And that means we have to start uh, even now. Well, right now we're north working in North Carolina. We're close there to getting on the ballot to add that one. And Missouri is as well. Uh, we're working in West Virginia to, to get ballot access there. But for many states, we, just, we have to requalify every two or every four years and and every state is different so i can't make a statement that applies to all states but uh you can we have to gather a lot of signatures anywhere from a couple thousand up to uh tens of thousands as many as you know 80 90 100,000 some states so it's a it's a very expensive proposition if you're paying people to do it, and it's a, a extreme burden if you try to do it by volunteers. It takes a lot of people who are really committed to go out and get those number of signatures. And then again, talk about my home state here of Pennsylvania, uh, and, and Pennsylvania's unique in this that we could win. Uh, say a governor's race or U.S. Senate race or any statewide race, and still have to get on the ballot by 
petitioning the next time. We would not be a, because the only way you get permanent ballot access in Pennsylvania is to be what they call a major party, which has at least 15% of all the registrations in the state. By that standard, the Republicans wouldn't be ballot qualified in Massachusetts, and the Democrats would not be ballot qualified in Utah. So, uh, but that's Pennsylvania. So we uh, we have to we have to work extra hard just to give people the opportunity to vote for us in yep. the general elections. Well, it's it's they've certainly rigged it uh, the whole election system even before the the advent of this clear manipulation they've rigged it so it's very hard to contest the two-party system in this country and i'm not a big believer in coalitions of 12 and 14 parties like they have in europe but something's got to give it here and and surely and i go back to it just one more time surely a coffee clutch at a church gives you an opportunity if they'll if they would just play along to to give them your position and then ask if they'll send the sign the petition at the end of the at the end of the coffee uh, session. Um, yeah, no. This your 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 you know your party is probably better suited to grassroots efforts with a strong appeal than than the other two parties uh, ever could be. And yet you have a simple, uh, you know, a simple man-made, probably gangster-made requirement to have unreasonable numbers of people sign your petitions. But there, there is, there must be ways to do that. And I have to think uh, the church. Well, there, yeah, there are, and and yeah, we have we have used churches for that type of thing, and that's that's creative thinking, and and certainly. Uh, I mean, one way to collect signatures on the petition is to, you know, go out in the street or parking lots and uh, shopping centers and things like that, where we often get thrown off because they don't want us there. But yeah. but the best way is to circles of family and friends, church groups and things of that nature. What about and, you know, I have personally Legion? used that. What about the American Legion posts and the Veterans of Foreign Wars posts? Certainly, um, no religious crimes yeah. there. Yeah, that's uh, they that that works too. I mean, yeah. it's kind of like all of the above. However, you can wherever I, you can find a sympathetic ear. Yeah, sir, that's exactly right. And I, I would think that uh, uh, the military, retired uh, military, would be a prime um, asset for you. Uh, it is, yes. I mean, they are generally very much in favor uh, of what we're doing. I guess I never really did answer the question, though, about how many states. So we, we like uh, I said, we have maybe 12 to 14 either uh, permanent or semi-permanent ballot access states. Uh, then it depends on how, how many more we can get until we're till the general election in the fall. And uh, our high water mark was 44 states, where we were on the ballot in 44 states. But uh, the last few elections, it has not been that good, and it's been more like 25 in that neighborhood that we that we actually get on the ballot. 
And on the states where we don't get on the ballot, we try to mount write-in efforts. And again, that varies from state to state as well, but but still uh, gives people an opportunity if we qualify as a write-in uh, in some states, they can put a little more effort, but they can at least they still have the opportunity to vote for a candidate. Yes, yes. Well, do you have on your website some place where people, if they if there was a pastor or if there was the head of a VFW who'd like to hear a, your candidate, is there an address people can write to? Yeah, certainly. Yeah, actually, I should. Should have pulled this up here when we started, but uh, uh, yeah, there's um, the actually our national headquarters are here in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and um, uh, there's uh, we have our of course our web website. We have uh, uh, we're also on. Um, and I'm I'm not big into social media, but we have Facebook pages and um, on, on various of the social media sites. We we also have presence on those. So, um, but yeah, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, uh, is our national headquarters, and it's uh, Post Office Box sixteen eighty three. Uh, like the Pennsylvania Constitution Party, um, and that would be a place to write to. We have a, a number, a telephone number. People can also reach out to us, and this one is easy to remember. It's 1-800-2, that's the number two, Veto IRS. So 1-800, <laughs> the number two, and then Veto IRS. Is that V-E-T-O or V-I-T-O, like Vito Corleone? No, it's V-E-T-O, of course. <laughs> but anyway. it's v- yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. No Italian in there. It's Vito, V-E-T-O, I-R-S. That's, that's good. That's good. All right, so we, we have, we'll have we we'll put that up on the footnotes. Mike has great footnotes. He writes the best footnotes of any podcast I know, that's for sure, and any show. So Mike will put that in the notes. And this has just been a great conversation, you know, today, and we'd like to have you back later on, you know, during the year as you progress, you know, get more candidates. But I just, I was listening to you, Mike, talk about this, you know, what you have to do to jump through hoops. So if this is a real republic or, you know, when the Democrats want to talk about it, democracy, democracy, you know, uh, why do we have to jump through hoops to have another party or two? You know, because it's it's a uniparty. You know, with two heads, it's one party with two names, two labels, two heads. You know, uh, you may get, you know, how, how many conservatives, Mike, do you think there are in the Congress today? You know, f- take the Freedom Caucus, the Left Caucus, the Gawkus, whatever. What do we got, 13 people? 13. I, I would say somewhere probably between 15 and 30. Okay, 15 and 30 people, depending on what day the wind blows, right? Yeah. I mean, that's about what you got, if you want to call it anything that's close to even being conservative, right? Yeah. And and how many and how many members are in the in the Congress that are Republican, Mike? Oh, what is it now? About fifty, about three hundred. Three hundred. Okay. Well, and go ahead, Jim. Too many. Uh, okay, just uh, just over fifty. There's four hundred thirty-five altogether, and it's just over fifty percent of them. So, 
it's uh, 200 and I think it's right around 220. Oh, let's say 220, in, 225, in, give or about, take. About 50 more in the Senate. House of Representatives. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you got okay. less than 20. The point is you got less than 20% who are in the Republican Party that are really thinking about anything for this country. That's what it boils down to. The rest of them we call national grifters. They do a whole 30 years or 20 years, whatever it is, 15 years. You know, they get the uh, gold-plated vetted thing, and then they get the gold-plated uh, health care, and uh, then they go become lobbyists. And that's really the essence. I want to say this show today, if anything, if you get out of it, the Constitution is where we're supposed to be, but the people up on the Hill are just there for themselves. They go in with 29 cents, they come out with 29 million. Okay? We all know that story. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Hey, let I mean, me correct so one cool. thing. I, I, get, I okay. gave the wrong post office box. We have different ones around here, and I gave the wrong. The post office box for for the Constitution Party is 1782, 1782, and it's on our website. And that's the one that's in Lancaster, correct? Right. Lancaster, okay. Pennsylvania, 17608. Okay. Zip code. Yeah, you, you, so, you know how you know you're there. You, you know you're in Lancaster when you see the, the black buggy with the, the horse in front and the uh, <laughs> and the Amish are flying by at two, 22 miles per hour. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. And I would also mention on our website, you have the opportunity to uh, to connect with the various state parties. So whatever state you're in, there's a there's a drop down box where you can you can connect with the, the state party in whatever state you happen to be in. So that's another way of getting involved. Okay, great. So we'll have people look. We'll have people look forward to looking for the Constitution Party in their states, and that's throughout the country. Happy to hear about Missouri, but that's a show me state. This is a no brainer. You know, their license plate says, show me, we're show me state. Well, we're showing you now. Well, we're, we're, we're telling you. <laughs> if you're listening yeah, to the show from Missouri, go out there and find out how you can help the Constitution Party, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. And we have a, a new vibrant, a fairly new vibrant party in New Hampshire, the Live Free or Die state. Yeah, another uh, one. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Clymer, we didn't have we ran out of time with Mr. Wilson uh yesterday and we didn't have time to ask uh and I should have I should have done it. But what what is the position on overseas wars? I, I imagine that it's negative on that, but I just wanted to hear you kind of lay out It you... is. Indeed we are negative. We believe strongly in defense, but that's in defense of this country and looking out for the interests of this country, not engaging in wars and getting ourselves involved in uh, other Oh my god music music to Mike's ears music to Mike's ears <laughs> non intervention oh my what a gr oh, novel idea again one more yeah. non intervention well you know yeah. listen uh, the military industrial complex they don't they're not going to join your club that's for sure because you know it's all about making money selling weapons and having more war and this week in the war column, well, are we still in Ukraine, Mike? Ukraine and uh, Yemen. Where else? Red Yemen, sea. Red Sea, Gaza, Iran, Iraq. There you go. Dateline uh, Gaza. Dateline Gaza. Hey, don't forget. You know the only democracy in the Middle East. They love war. Love war. 
War, war, war. Hey, we're down to the last two minutes. Who wants to go for the minute? Because I got to close out. Mr. Clember, why don't you just yeah. give a, a little roundup of where we are or where you are and how people can help. Okay. Well, we would encourage people to go to our website to connect with their state. Uh, we have a convention coming up in uh, our national convention coming up in uh, Salt Lake City, Utah, come uh, April 27th. Uh, get the exact dates, like 20, 25 to 28, something like that. Uh, but again, that's all on, the, on our website. Uh, connect with your state organization, get involved, run for office, make yourself available to run on uh, on the Constitution Party in whatever state you're in, whatever office that may be available. Again, don't, let Mike, don't let Colonel Mike hear that. Don't let Colonel Mike hear that. He'll be running today. Go ahead. <laughs> well, good. We invited man, absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> Colonel Mike. <laughs> um, but again, as I said before, that's that's one of the most effective ways to get your voice out. And uh, the local races, people will, uh, if you run a real race, make a you know throw yourself into it, like Marshall Wilson is doing in West Virginia. You will get. Uh, earn media, and you'll get uh, the, the if they if they see that you're a ser serious candidate, not just a name on the ballot. Uh, my experience is that they will uh, you'll you'll get the earned media. You'll be able to participate in the debates, and it gives you a platform, gives you the opportunity to get the message, the constitutional message out, and that's what we need. We just need people, uh, grassroots, need people everywhere to to pick up this banner and run with it. Run with the That's Constitution. I'm all about it. I'm all about it. Thank you so much. Hey, I want to thank Jim Clymer, the chairman of the National of the American Constitution Party, rather. Okay, and thank you for joining us on the mission on the National Security Hour. The National Security Hour is the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. <laughs> and we mean that. And don't forget, with liberty and justice for all, we're here... Every Monday at 7 p.m., Dr. Mike, Colonel Mike on the National Security Hour. And we'll be back next week. Thank you, Jim Clymer. And don't forget, check out the Constitution Party.